Fee woke up from a restless slumber to the sounds of the city below. Her new house had creaked and groaned in odd ways all through the night, waking her up several times. It gave her the strange feeling that someone was trying to climb in through her bedroom window. This new house would take some getting used to. She missed her old apartment and her store much more than she wanted to admit. Two years ago, a fire had burnt her store, Simple Treasures, and the apartment behind it to the ground. She and her best friend Charlotte had lived and worked there. The fire had destroyed not only the amazing and rare artifacts and antiques she had traveled all over the world to find, it had destroyed the way of life she so passionately loved. Her business selling beautiful replicas of her artifacts was gone. She had left the insurance money and the deed to the property to Charlotte, and had heard that she had rebuilt the place entirely, as if it had never been destroyed at all. Fee had money to spend now. Between her handsome payment for the last two investigations she had done for Simon Kessler, and the proceeds from a very valuable artifact she had sold— She owned her own jet, her own private limousine, and now, this old but beautiful townhouse. It was an impressive penthouse apartment in a 17th-century corner house building, located on the unique and prestigious Grand Canal. The property had a private terrace facing the canal, with a water door, separate staff apartments, and views on four sides. At that point, she couldn't quite make anything she might want appear by magic, but she was damn close to it. So she didn't have patience for the feelings of self-pity that she awakened with that morning. Still, her new house was not quite right. She was angry with herself for feeling like a crybaby, and angry with the world, for destroying those simpler things that she loved. She'd recovered a few artifacts that were thousands of years old, things any serious collector would ransom their soul to possess. Fee, as she had insisted people call her, had risked her life in order to find those things. Her adventures had rivaled those of Indiana Jones. In fact, those old movies were her favorites, and she liked to watch them whenever she needed some cheering up. After all, Her life was filled with adventures that were a lot like his. Those were just the few undertakings she had done for Simon. Since then, she had traveled to every continent on the planet and tracked down several more rare, even lost, treasures. Her most noted sponsor had come to be the Vatican itself. That was how she had found her amazing new digs. They had even been influential in removing some of the red tape that had threatened to block the sale of such an historic property to a foreigner. Talia had been relieved at the prospect of setting down some new routes after being on the road for two straight years. After the Lair of Beowulf adventure, she had never returned to Taos, New Mexico. Her family and friends had assumed she died in the video game and had even had a memorial service in her honor. She'd had no desire to go back home to pick up the pieces of her old life, and she had explained it all to her friend, Peter Kellerman. 
Her decision to travel and seek out adventure on her own had filled the years with new friends and colleagues and new lessons and experiences. She had learned three languages and now spoke Italian, French, and German. She planned to learn Spanish next and had started taking a few lessons. It was progressing well. At the time she decided to settle in Venice, she'd had no assignment or new adventure to go on and realized that the time had come to make things right with her family and friends back home. It had been a liberating decision. Eric returned to Venice with her, and so had Peter. And she had already decided that she enjoyed having company again.